ever since you we uh, you did this and I started going over it, it's just it was like a, a little bits and pieces of you know like young younger me were just getting chipped away at, just eaten, just eaten like in chunks. I mean, yeah, yeah it it just it, it sucked because yeah, well because because now I know yeah you know the math now been you know done. the truth yeah. All right, we ready? <laughs> And a one, and a. I <laughs> know we already did that one. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. And I am Mark and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I got to dodge public ridicule because I forgot to turn down my phone, so I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got to dodge good... a little bit of that ridicule. Yeah, that's what we call preemptive dodging yes. instead of what some of these people have done where they've written songs that have not aged well and they've had to... Um, <sighs> go back and and uh try and bury their tracks or explain themselves yeah yeah sort of like what we had so last Anthony, week you got some splendor to do indeed and um uh now uh this week we don't really have that kind of problem well how are you i'm i'm uh i've had a, a rough week uh just with work and stuff but that's it you know when i say rough week with work that's just you know water under the bridge nothing i haven't had anything truly bad go back go wrong in my life or anything it was just it was just stressful because of work, but that's about it. And you? Yeah, I'm doing very well. Thank you for Same asking. Thing. Work is going well. Yeah, just um, you know, got a lot of uh, got a lot lot of pots on the range, and uh, staying busy. But yeah, can't complain. Everything's Speaking of going which, well. I made some fantastic rice krispie treats yesterday. Ooh, oh, they I were love so a rice krispie. I, I took a cue from one Kyle and Dugan Brett Schneider, and mm-hmm. I browned the butter. There you go. That's, That's what the I secret. Did. Yes, Kyle, if you ever listen to this, I browned the butter and it took those Rice Krispie treats to, to the top. Level? Yeah, just to the toppermost, to the poppermost, or the, the other way around. Now, um, did, did you uh, add anything to these Rice Krispie treats or are these just straight up? A little vanilla. That's okay, it. You know, okay. Vanilla and brown. Yeah, and, and that was that was really a kind of a highlight of the week. My, my child ran over and went, oh, Rice Krispie treats, and then ate them, and then 10 minutes later came back and said, Dad, those are the best Rice Krispie treats I've ever had, so... That makes vanilla. you feel good, yeah. There you go, listeners. Now you know the secret to uh, Seth's Rice Krispie Treats. Let's see if we can un- uncover the secret of writing a decent song, or writing a bad song. Well, I mean... That's not much of a secret. Yeah, we're not here to talk about Snap. We're not here like to KLF? talk about Crackle. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're not here to talk about pop. Kind of. Pop music. Pop music, yes. Okay, we are hey, here to talk pop about pop. Music. We're here to talk about the hit song... Uh, by, by the, the way, way. Mm-hmm. by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I I did, in the interest of full disclosure to the listeners, uh, Seth and I had about a three to five minute powwow last episode that I cut out yeah. because I figured we'd talk a good deal this episode about Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. Of whom you and I are both pretty, were and sort of are pretty big am. fans of. Yeah. Um, there's stuff especially coming up to Red uh, Blood Hot Sugar, Sex Magic. Yeah. A lot of very, very good stuff. Yes. Um, you know, I think Under the Bridge is pound for pound a, an, a, an amazing song. I Excellent mean, song. Songwriting is great. And the lyrics are cohesive and good in that song. Everything about that song is memorable and listenable and enjoyable. 
and can be and it can ev- 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 uh, evoke emotions. Mm-hmm. There's everything about that song is good at the least. Yes. Yes. Then there's a bunch of other stuff they've done. A lot of other stuff that Mark, I yeah. just, I think, I don't know if he, if he probably is going to put it in the intro or not, but we had to do the Mark Davis lyrical math. Uh, time plus age plus brutal logic equals songs from your past will probably be ruined when you uh, dissect the lyrics. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, in one way or another, uh, when you're younger, I think lyrics mean a little less to you. And we did talk Absolutely. a little bit about the, 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 fun, the funny thing about Red Hot Chili Peppers is their history. They were a party band. They were a band Completely. that was, uh, you know, you put it on and uh, it would make people just like get naked and crazy and run around. And they were that kind of band. They were known for... Showing up on stage with just socks on their dicks. Mm-hmm. They were um, they were a band that was specifically for having a good time. Yes. Everyone in the band was amazing. Um, from yes. Hillel to John Frusciante. Yes, to Chad Smith is and, incredibly I mean, good. And, well, yeah, I was going through the guitarist, but of course, I mean, Chad Smith is a, a great drummer. And lest we forget Flea, and just, who's just... and. I will say Who that deserves all of the accolades that he gets, in my opinion. He does, yes. um, and I mean, he has a, 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 a old connection to punk rock music. Um, and this song, I will say, it's funny because listening back to it, even the little bass break that he has, it's fantastic. It's he plays it so it's not a hard part, but it's the way he plays it just goes to show you how just like the way that you play mm-hmm. aside from what you're playing can have such an effect uh he just plays it like someone where it's like this person knows how to fucking play bass yeah. you know what i mean it i when i hear him do things like this other parts like you know they're not necessarily like this but they have that nuance that other that you know just normal people don't have right people that are superlative you know in what they do uh, bits like what you just talked about—the solo at the end of "Soul to Squeeze." Oh, all of "Soul to Squeeze." Um, yeah, the all. Whole of, I mean, but the, the whole the whole bass part that he does it specifically at the end of the song is just like if you play bass, I play bass. You're like, wow, what the fuck? Nobody else can do that. Yeah. It's amazing. It's and he. It this is him. This is him. He's an artist. He's expressing himself. Yes, fucking beautifully. My, I might add. Yes, he is now somewhere. The Chili Peppers got lost somewhere. They, I, and I think it may have been around Under the Bridge. Is that gonna, the way we're going to put it? Is that well, that's the way, how I'm going to put it. Okay. Somewhere they got lost in that they either, maybe it was old age. Okay. Maybe it was the success of Under the Bridge. Right. They took themselves from being a party band. And I mean, it may be largely about sobering up also. Yeah. And became a serious band. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the band can pull it off. Except for one man. And that's Anthony, Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. He just can't do it. No, no. Everyone in the band is so... Figo, I mean, Ponga John Frusciante is, is insane. John Frusciante is... But is... I mean, when he's not in the band, you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And But all of them can pull off playing serious stuff, and it may not be as exciting, mm-hmm. but it's but it's good. Mm-hmm. And what you need to gel it together is some cohesive lyrics that really touch you. Well, if you're going to be, if you're, if you're going to stop being a party band and you're going to start being, you know, uh, I guess taken seriously as artists, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. As 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 insightful artists, right. because you know? when when you're at a party and you know you dooga fuga flanga dong dooga diggy, you see it's a girl a that deal. you want to make out with, and, you and you're getting drunk diggy. with your friends. You don't care that the lyrics are like figgy pudding, <laughs> uh, you know, dog treats. No, like you don't care because yeah. the music is fun and lively, and you're excited. Right. But when the music is pared down and serious and sincere yes yes then you pay attention to the lyrics and you're like what are you telling me mm. and when the lyrics are card shark <laughs> knife cut whatever the fuck we're I, gonna go through yeah, we're about to see then you sit there and you go oh well this is fucking vapid yeah there's there's nothing there's no depth here really. yeah 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 and that that was their problem is that they went from they were great as a party band. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't give yourself a hard time. I think that old Red Hot Chili Peppers, for what it was and what they knew they were, were fine and fun. Well, and at some point they took a sharp left turn. And when they turned into a serious band, everything got serious except for the lyrics. Well, the sharp left turn was 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 beautifully made. I mean, by what we've just said. The sharp left turn kind of was under the bridge. Uh, this song is from an album by the same name. Mm-hmm. By the way, they knew that it was going to be good. They actually uh, weren't hyped on releasing this as the first, um, the first song off of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Frusciante. It wasn't really our decision to put that song out first, but our managers thought it was ex- an exciting song, and their enthusiasm convinced us. I guess they thought it would combine the wild part of our sound with a melodic part of our sound, which I think is it, it does a pretty good job of doing. When, again, when you get in that bass part, it's definitely funkyish. It's it's a fucking great song. It is. It really is a great song. It really song. is. Yeah. I, I, this is one that I did not mind listening to. And I mean, honestly, Me neither. it's probably in the top three of my favorite songs that we've done so far. Oh, wow. As far as music is concerned. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I mean, the lyrics, it's nice because they're not really necessarily creepy. Uh, they do use an epithet in it, which is a little bit weird, but, yeah, um, but we'll get there. We'll give them a break. Uh, vocalist Anthony Kiedis. I thought that single was an uber bombastic assault of um, non-commercialism. I'll bet he did. For it to be so well received in the United Kingdom was shocking to me, but thrilling at the same time. Uh, let's take about 20% off there, Squirrely <laughs> Anthony. Uh, I don't know if this is uh, an uber bombastic of anti- anti-commercialism. anti-commercialism. There's nothing super because that's what gets you on the radio in the UK, man. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say like "Walk on the Wild Side" is more anti-commercialism than this song was. I mean, um, you could have taken any song off of their first three, uh, any any song off of their first three records, and they would be more anti-commercialism than this. I mean, they were weird. There was a lot of really weird early Red Hot Chili Peppers shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Great too. Uh, the song was the band's sixth number one hit on the modern rock track charts. Okay, that makes sense. Staying at the number summit for 14 weeks, tying with Danny California, God who damn. is referenced in this song. Really? They, they mentioned Danny, um, and uh, we'll get into that here in a little bit. The band's second longest stay at the top behind only Scar oh. Tissue. Scar Tissue's longer than Under the Bridge? Yes. Under the Bridge was popular forever. I know. Wow. I was pretty shocked to see that. Uh, it does have a music video. The music video has nothing to do with the song. Okay, um, haven't watched it. Didn't pay attention. And you're not. Uh, you're not missing anything. anything. Good. It's kidnapping, says <gasps> Anthony Kiedis. A cab driver kidnaps me and just goes haywire through the town. He's a fan, but he's kind of an obsessive, compulsive, psychologically misarranged fan. Hmm. And he sees me and starts enjoying himself a little too much. And my friends have to come and rescue me. This is uh, very, very helpful. 
um, because the lyrics don't really have anything to do with anything. Mm-hmm. So why not make the music video completely unrelated? Exactly. Uh, something else crazy. This song has been performed over 600 times by the band. Wow. Making it the band's fourth most performed song. I wonder what the other most performed. It's got to be Under the Bridge. It's Under the Bridge be has got to be one of them. Um, give It Away is number one. Okay. All right. That makes sense. 952 times. Yeah. Under the Bridge, 752 right, right. times. Californication, number okay. three. Okay, all right. 685. By the way, 668. Scar Tissue, 598. Which is kind of weird that Scar Tissue has been played less than, by the way. I don't know if it came out album. Well, but. It, I think it came out after. Uh, no, th- Yeah, I think it did. Scar Tissue came out after that, I think. Wasn't Scar Tissue on Californication? Maybe. I, I don't know if this is up <laughs> open for debate right guy. now. But what did you say the first one? Give It Higher Away. Higher Ground was number 14. Okay. Yeah, but the, yeah, I do remember them playing that. Give It um, Away, that makes sense because it, it was so. It does a big make hit. sense, but it's also still a little bit strange because that came out after uh, Under the Bridge. And Under the Bridge was, I mean, I can't Well, I mean, they came this. on the same album. Was uh, Oh, that's right. It was on Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yeah. But but Under the Bridge was just such a massive song. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was so it was. huge. But Give It Away was, too. I mean, yeah. they were they were both both lampooned by Weird Al. Yes. In the in the Flintstones song. Yabba dabba, yabba dabba, dabba do now. <laughs> All right, let's get into let's these lyrics. Let's do these lyrics, man. Come on. All right, it starts off with the chorus. Standing in line to see the show tonight, and there's a light on. Heavy glow. By the way... I tried to say I'd be there waiting for Danny. The girl is singing songs to me beneath the marquee overload. All right. It's not coherent. The first verse is not coherent at all. But this is the most coherent. But part it's of the, the most coherent part of the song. Absolutely. It definitely is. Now, do, Mark, do me a favor. Explain to me Danny the girl. So this is Danny, California. Okay. This is a <laughs> this is described by Anthony Kiedis as being basically a stand-in for every woman he's ever been with. Okay. So I don't know what it says about him or about the women he's dated that he can use one name to fill in for every woman that he's ever dated okay. in songs. But that is that is what he's that is what he's saying. You know what you just made me think of is um, I think it is on Mother's Milk. There's a song called She Stone Cold Bush. And he describes a girl the whole way through the song. Okay, he just describes a girl and everything that she does to turn people on. Eventually, by the end of the song, you find out that she's like a streetwalker. And that she's been like turned out, you know. Okay. But I wonder if she is Danny the girl. Well, I think so. I at first my my thought was that um, it was a culmination of all the people put into one character. But I guess what he's saying is, whenever he wants to write about a specific woman, he'll just call her Danny okay. California. Okay. Um, that's kind of just a guess, and it's I could look into clever, it a little bit in more. In my opinion, to a yeah, degree. I mean it's it's. It's nice to, I guess, be able to do that. Painting with a, a broad brush. Someone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so standing in the line to see the show tonight and there's a light on a heavy glow. I'm guessing it just means the light of the marquee that yeah. he's going to be talking about here. Um, Have you ever seen a show uh, or been, gone to a show and stood out under a marquee yeah. before the show? I mean, can you remember a time that you've done that? Yeah, it's State Theater. State Theater. There's one. Loads. The Rub. The Ritz. 
the mar uh, the um what's the other place in uh ebor um well, there's a couple places in ebor yeah but yeah. yeah so okay the marquee or i mean not the marquee but the uh the ritz in in ebor yeah kind of weird that he says by the way i tried to say as if he was in the middle of saying something else and interrupting himself but whatever by the way i tried to say i'd be there waiting for he kind of does that hang and that's why i wanted to include the next line waiting for danny mm-hmm. he kind of like is borrowing danny it's a little clever word action going on there right danny the girl is singing songs to me beneath the marquee mm-hmm. overload i i guess maybe he's just saying that he's overloaded with, with emotion, emotion. Fine. He's okay. in a glass case of emotion. But this is what he does, Seth. This yes. is what I was saying <laughs> about about um, uh, Soul to Squeeze. Yeah. He starts off cohesive. Yes. He yes. Gets, he can just he can just scratch together enough cohesiveness. Right. And he sings this chorus one, two, three, four, five times. Does he? So it's it's basically like he Oh yeah, he opens with the chorus. I said verse earlier. Yeah, he, yeah, he does with open with the chorus. So it's 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 like he's really taking it for a ride because he knows it's all he's got to stand on. Yeah. Because once we get in these fucking verses, holy shit. Yeah, oh yeah. He I just he kinda turns he turns turns into just a shitty James Joyce. <laughs> A shitty flow of subconsciousness, you know. I mean, he's like, oh, but I, I, and he does this a lot. Let me just try to turn on Finnegan's Wake here mm-hmm. and just spit shit out. You know what I mean? And I mean, in this, in a lot of them, like I said, with the sucker fish, sucker fish in my dish thing, <laughs> he's, you know, playing on. You're just leaving pieces of your shoe all over. My I am. Well, I, I'm gonna collect them <laughs> later. Like, I'm like, picking it up. Melt them of, down. I, yeah, make a whole new shoe. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, in this. It's complete unabashed, just two syllable words or two syllable phrases. Well, it's got to fit, fit the meter, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Steak knife. Card shark. Con job. Con job. Boot cut. Boot cut. <laughs> now, I'm going to say this. Um, <clears throat> so let's let's start here. Okay, go ahead. What do you um, think? Let's delve into the Ketis consciousness. It is clear that no one knows what the fuck this song is about, and a lot of people have made comments. Only this Anthony. Is, this is what Genius says here. Knives have civilized uses, but they're also deadly, oh. and they kind of look like sharks. Oh, the, ge- <laughs> the genius genius. A card shark, also called a card sharp, and yep, knives are sharp, is <laughs> someone who's yep. so good at playing cards for money that they're winning ways arouse envy. Eh. Uh, yeah, I. there's no fucking way. No, uh, no. Steak knife, card shark, con job. Corn job. B- boot <laughs> cut. Uh, there, when, whenever he goes, I think he does it a couple times in the song, he goes, corn job. It sounds like he's saying corn job. <laughs> And there's this mystery. Honestly, I'd prefer corn job. I would too, because there's a mystery science theater episode uh, called uh, Gamera versus Gurion, ah, where there's yes. a little Japanese kid in it, and they call him corn job. Oh, perfect. corn job, corn job, and, and yeah, I, I immediately think there's even a song for him, the bike song, uh, or the annoying corn job song. If you if you want, want to go out there, it, you can Google it and see it. Tom Servo sings it. It's it's oh, absolute genius. Yeah. Skin that flick, she's such a little DJ, mm. to get there quick by street but not the freeway. It is. It really is. It's, um, uh, um, she's Stone Cold Bush. 
Well, I'm sure they're talking these about these are lifted. These these lyrics, there are little sprinklings of lyrics uh, right oh, here sure. that are that reference. I mean, and that what this song later. came out in two thousand and two, three, something like that. Um, she Stone Cold Bush was like eighty nine, so we're going back like thirteen years. And he's thirteen, st- yeah, eighty nine. To 2002. Oh, oh, I, I guess I was thinking of... Yeah. Oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no. We're, we're 89, 30 years from now. But I'm saying from the time that this song came out. Right. Maybe about 13 or 14 years, but still, he's referencing um, Stone Cold Bush. It's probably well, Danny sure the are, Girl. Re- I'm sure there's plenty of women that he's been with that have been... Well, the, he's probably been with one or two women in his life. Slash <laughs> whatever. Uh, slash every s- occupation. Skin That Flick, She's Such a Little DJ, has to be a reference to masturbating. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. S- like flicking flick, the like, flick the, flick bean, the bean, yeah, and like a DJ irrit irrit irrit. 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 Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Right now, uh, so you think he's done that once or twice in his life? What flicked a bean? Oh Jesus Christ! Are I you mean, kidding me? Maybe I don't know. More Jesus, beans than guy. fucking. <laughs> you know what to do with more beans than Pollo Tropical. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, Which is where I get my beans to from. get there quick by street, but not the freeway. Yeah. the... The street is, I guess. I don't know. Well, I, I, I mean, I'll, I, I, the next line I think kind of puts it in a, into uh, into focus. Turn that trick to make a little leeway. This is fucking Stone Cold Bush. To beat that Nick, but not the way that we play. This is that song. This is. I'm just. I'm realizing it. he recycled that fucking song, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, he likes to talk about prostitutes for whatever reason, Yes, I guess. but I mean, he's using a lot of the same words from that song. I'm going to pull that up in just a minute and look for it. And, and uh, you know, while you're while we're going through this, just trying to go through, you know, uh, uh, pick out some of the lyrics so that you can see how they line up almost the same way. But here's here we go right back into that stream of consciousness shit with the next line. Yeah, so uh, beat that Nick... But not the way that we play. Um, mm. This is what uh, what Genius has to say. It's a play on words referencing the Beatniks, a 1950s to early 1960s media stereotype stereotype of young literary nonconformists. Mm. Um, I I get that it's supposed. To, this is just kind of what he does. This is the stuff where he's like, he takes he's like, plat of my puss, and it's like, okay. You have puss in there, and it, that I, you're talking about a pussy, but that has nothing to do with platypus. No, you're just like making a play on words that isn't clever. Being a 13 year old kid mentioning puss, right? Yeah, yeah. it's it's just yeah. like, oh, you, you just they're like beat that Nick. I, you know, God, I don't like, want to defend this guy here, but you know that they're huge basketball fans, and even though it doesn't say K N I C K. Oh, it's and no, come on. You, you don't think it could stretch that far? What, are you writing far? for fucking Genius.com now? No, God, I it guess I need fucking, to get an account, Yeah, you man. need to get I, your yeah, shit together. I don't know, man. No. Because the, the other thing is they've referenced basketball in a million other songs. The only other thing I could think of is that it means beating nicotine, but I... I, I don't know. I just... I Yeah, turn that trick to make a little wee- leeway makes sense. You know, fuck you, Basically, Anthony like, Kiedis, man. You're make, driving me crazy. It, it's... You know, it's... In my eyes, it's about, you know, a prostitute turning tricks to have money okay um but and not of course the way this, that we play but i mean right but I, again it, it's just everything is a little here a little there it's more of that fucking one week shit it's mm. more oh uh you know this line is clever but at what cost and it's like not really referencing anything you're throwing your hands we in should just do crazy if we ever do do a patreon we need to just counteract some of this stuff with 
actual clever lyrics, <laughs> like doing like notorious B.I.G. stuff or ludicrous. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Where stuff is referenced where it's like, oh, okay. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's actually clever, and everything comes together. Right. It's not like little pieces left all I got questions like to ask you about some rap stuff at the end of this thing, or after okay. this is over. I'd, I do, I'd really. be happy to. I really Dogtown. Okay, this 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 is Blood a reference. Bath. Hold on, this is a reference. You know how hard it is to edit this shit unless I do it in what I think is the Okay, right let's do speed. it again then. Dogtown. Bloodbath. Blood Ribcage. Softtail. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. None of it makes any fucking no, sense it at all. It's we've And and do you, you know what? <laughs> I, since we've decided we were going to do this episode, <laughs> I've I've been trying to piece together with like fucking strings going from one word to the other trying to find a way to piece this shit together and make it make sense yeah it just doesn't it no it doesn't dogtown obviously skateboard la right yeah it refers okay. to la yeah Fine. yeah bloodbath bloodbath okay Same. i guess maybe skinning your knee what is or he whatever. bobby darren mac the knife what the fuck i don't <laughs> right. know yeah uh rib cage rib cage i like ribs or do you fell down and hit your ribs, I guess? I don't know. Maybe he's talking about barbecue. And, Shit. And for soft for rib cage soft tail. Soft tail it, is the genius annotation says soft tail refers to a rear suspension system on a motorcycle. On a on a soft tail Harley Davidson. Maybe that's what he's talking about. But it doesn't have anything to do with what the fuck he's exactly. talking about. Exactly. I mean, it's sure, almost like one of these it's things one has week. nothing to do with each other. It's one exactly. week. Exactly. It's like you'll sit there and you'll be like, okay, he's on a skateboard bloodbath he fell off his skateboard he hurt his rib cage okay okay soft tail what complete fucking non sequitur what complete yeah why, th why why that exactly then we have another chorus standing in line to see the show tonight and there's a light on heavy, heavy glow. glow by the way i tried to say i'd be there waiting for there's a little break. Yep. <laughs> Fucking a chance for us to catch our breath before <laughs> or try and put our heads back in order. Blackjack. Oh god. Dope dick. Dope dick. Pawn, Pawn shop. shop. Quick pick. <laughs> oh god, Anthony. It's just making me fucking pull my hair out. Man. Here's the other thing about Red Hot Chili Peppers. All right, so I've had a couple people say you guys should do at the drive-in. Have you ever listened? Have you ever read "At the Drive-In" lyrics? I'm not a fan. Okay, so "At the Drive-In" lyrics are fucking insane. Okay, okay, right. they are like I don't want to say nonsense because mm -hmm. I I don't want to speak for the singer of of "At the Drive-In," but it's the kind of thing where you look at him and you just go, "What the fuck is going on here?" Right, and it almost wouldn't be fun to do on here because. They're not bad. They're just so artistic that you're just like, what the fuck? Okay. Now, that's what this is like. But it's just cohesive enough mm -hmm. to be like, we can do this with spatterings of, were you like having an out-of-body experience? Right. And you know, they just, he just says, hey, were man, put on, on the microphone and I'm just going to say some shit. And then yeah. he says, uh, butt plug. Jim Trap, <laughs> Flip Flop, Skipjack, Dog Tooth. Right. Like, and then they go, okay, uh, let's, and I wouldn't be surprised if they just let him just 
give me four two two word two syllable words. Right. Oh yeah, just anything that fits the meter. And he was like, okay. And that's all it is. Kiss that dyke. I know you want to hold one. Not on strike, but I'm about to bowl one. Most coherent thing in the again. in the verses. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, and and really not that coherent. And I apologize my for my use of the word, uh, but it's in the lyrics. It's in it's the lyrics, man. Pretty hard it's, to pretty hard yeah. to get around. We won't say the n word, but no, uh, and no uh, it does say that that is an offensive slang term for lesbian. Alternatively, it may be substituting the word dick, Who as it makes a lot more sense in the subsequent verses. With that change, the rest of the verse gets erotic. Who do you think he's talking to? Kiss that dyke. I know you want to hold one. I who knows? I I mean, is it some? Is it somebody in his life? Is it male or female? Is, is it, it non-binary? Is it Danny? <laughs> Could it be know. Danny, Cam- California? I don't know. Not on strike, but I'm about to bowl one. Okay, like what? What the hell does it? It just it it doesn't make sense, and then it also doesn't make sense. I don't know how else to put it. To get it out of my brain, but it's like there, there's no sense to be made there. Like, there's I think he's no reason for him to talk about bowling, and there's no sense for him to talk about being on a strike. I think he's recalling a Friday night when he was in sixth grade and they all got together and went bowling. I had such a great night that night. Let's put it in a song. Yeah. Bite, put in, <laughs> oh, by the way, my father was on strike at the car factory, but you know, at the Oh, by uh, the, the way, Ford I tried brand. to say I'd be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Bite that mic. I know you never stole one. Girls that like a story, so I told one. Mm. Uh, uh I mean, uh you know. What, is Again, he like a guru, you know, man, is he like the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi? Girls like the story, so I'm going to tell them. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, this is just uh, bite that mic. I know you never stole one. Girls that like a story. So, so I, I told, told one. I, I don't I don't even I'm so tired at this point of trying to make sense of this. Yeah. Stuff. Anthony will wear your ass out. Yeah. Girls that like a story. So I told one girls that like a story. It's it would make more sense as girl that likes a story. Yeah, it, it sounds it's almost sounds chauvinistic. And it sounds like, like, listen to the dumb girls. They just like a story. So I'm just going to tell them one trying to to put them over trying to figure out these lyrics is like, like trying to figure out the closest you can get to solving an unsolvable puzzle. Here's one for all you Florida people out there trying to figure out these lyrics is trying to pick the nest out of a bait cast reel. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you'd get that, Mark. Yeah, but no, if no, you've no. Ever, <laughs> I, any of you Florida people, uh, if you've ever thrown a nest into a bait cast reel, this is trying to decipher this shit is like trying to pick the nest out of the reel. Yeah, and yeah. eventually you just throw it all in the trash. Exactly. Songbird. Just cut it all out. Mainline. Uh, Cashback. Hardtop. Hard top. Corn job. So, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe hard top and soft tail are supposed to go together. Yeah, maybe. Uh, in some distant universe yeah. where this song kind of makes sense. <laughs> Songbird, mainline, cash back. And it, like, it's like he's driving in a car and he's just like, oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, okay. Flip screen. And you'll be glad to know I'm not mainline and acid anymore. Pup house. Yeah. It, mainline has Trap to. Trap jaw. <laughs> <laughs> you Sick are getting time. good at this 
yeah. And then we've got another chorus standing in line to see the show so nice. tonight. There's and there's a light on heavy glow. heavy glow. By the way, I tried to say I'd be there waiting for Danny. Danny the, the girl. girl is singing songs to me beneath the marquee oversold. oversold this time. By the way, I tried to say I'd be there waiting for it. Now, a couple things I want to point out real quick Go ahead. on a songwriting. Front. Go ahead. The first chorus they do does not mm-hmm. have those last two lines. No, it does not. The second chorus they do only has the first four lines. Okay. The third chorus they do here is the only one where it all comes together. Okay. It is very clever songwriting oh, when wise, people, Yeah, when people... That uh, there's like a three quarters of a chorus, mm-hmm. a half a chorus, then a full chorus. It's... it's it, imagine how good it would be if the lyrics made sense. And I mean... They are, I guess, kind of going with the Or if the he part. put this much thought, much thought into the verses. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so uh, I will tell you now the... Um, by the way, I tried to say I'd be there waiting for Danny the Girl singing songs to me beneath the marquee. Um, the genius annotation here, I've been kind of waiting for to, to use this for a rainy day. A girl mentioned in other Red Hot Chili Peppers songs, most notably 2006's Danny California and 1999's Californication. Also, lead singer Anthony Kiedis said that Danny is a representation of every girl he has ever been with. Mm -hmm. He also talked about the character when asked about Danny California. Quote, when this funky groove came up, it struck me as a perfect place to actually tell a story. I like how he says. Actually. (laughs) Actually. (laughs) The key word here is I'm actually going to tell a story this time. Right. Now I'm actually really going to try. Listen, guys, it's going to make a lot of sense when I talk about the hard top and the soft tail. Just just wait for it to all get there. It sort of revealed itself to me that it's been the same character, just kind of developing, maybe all the way back from the song you were referencing Stone earlier. Stone Cold Bush, yeah. At first, I didn't realize that I was writing about the same girl. In the chorus, he basically says that he will always be wanting for this girl, no matter what happens. 77 upvotes. Um mm. All right. Then we have the bridge. Yeah. Ooh, ah, guess you never meant it. 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 Ooh, ah, over and over again until we just get an ooh, ah. Guess you never meant it. I don't, who fucking knows at this point? Uh, I don't know. I have, I, you're right. Uh, Anthony Kiedis makes me want to commit seppuku. (laughs) Um, you know, out in your front lawn. Um, yeah, I I tried to say I'd be there waiting for dot dot dot, and then I guess you never meant it. I think this is the part where the bass little bass riff comes in mm-hmm. before the bridge. Standing in line to see the show tonight, and there's a light on, heavy glow. By the way, I tried to say I'd be there waiting for. I also love these backing vocals. Oh, that, oh. By the way. Is that Frusciante doing those? It's got to be. It's got to be. I, that's actually something that I was, when I was listening to it the first time, I was like, I was marveling at how beautiful the song was musically. And then, you know, when you hear the the backing, the, the harmonies on it, and I'm like, fuck, they sound better than any harmonies than just about any. They're so good. They're I was, really I, good. I sing high harmonies all the time, and you do too. We're both. We're, uh, yeah, you are very good high. at it. I like to think I'm pretty good you at it. You are great at it. Um, your, your backing vocals in Strip Club Moms. Thank you. We'll just give it a yeah. We'll, it, <laughs> we'll leave very, it at that. It's so fucking good. Um, and and there, the stuff and you did when with they Patrick there, it, with uh, they, oh, and in exploding noticed. pages. 
Um, but uh, yeah, these these backing vocals are so fucking they really good. are. It, it's and just they a do shame a really good job of where do... they put it in. It's just singing bullshit. And and it wouldn't have been much for him to to just on those verses just try a little more. Just yeah, it I just, mean we wouldn't be doing this fucking, song right now. Just have someone else write it for you. Yeah, I don't care. Absolutely. Don't you know? And don't he's earned that. Yeah, he's absolutely. That. Yeah. Danny the girl is singing songs to me beneath the marquee, oversold. By the way, I tried to say I know you from before. Switching a couple of the words yeah. around a little bit. Um, maybe I know you from before being a reference to every girl he's been with. Right. Um, which I guess is semi-clever, whatever. I'll, I'll give it to him. Yeah. This um, verse, I mean, this chorus is not the end of the world lyrically. No. The verses no. are. But like I said, I mean, they, that's why they've been. Lyrical Armageddon. Because guess what the outro is? Yeah. Standing in line to see the show tonight, and there's a light on. I think Anthony's aware that, that, is, that this stuff is shit. By the way, I tried to say I'd be there waiting for. Produced by Rick Rubin. Oh, I think this might have been the last one that he did. Yeah, this he, he I mean, was just like, oh, was enough of this. Either this one or Californication were like, it ha- had to have been the last ones that he did, because I don't think he's producing for them anymore. Yeah, I, I'd say that's pretty much run its course. Yeah. Um, looking at some song facts, um, much of the lyrics are simply fun word play by Anthony Kiedis, but it does talk about a girl named Danny. So yeah, they, they even say, um, uh, that this is just fun word play. Um, Danny's repetition of every girl that he's ever come across in his life. Uh, the song did very well in the UK where the group's funkier fare is embraced along with Danny California. It's one of their two songs to reach number two on the UK chart. Uh, the highest they've ever gotten. So Under the Bridge didn't even do that well in wow, the UK. Wow, that's incredible. Danny California and this song are the two wow. highest charting, it seems. There's really nothing else in here about the song other than people just saying that uh, that they love it. Um, Mark from Worcester, Michigan uh, says, <laughs> I'm one of those Worcester. who thinks band lyrics are frequently just gibberish. Goob goob type stuff. Well, Some Mark. people get offended at the very top, at the very thought. Uh, yeah, um, you kind of nailed it on the head. Without you know, oh yeah, it's yeah. goob goob type stuff. Absolutely, it is. Absolutely. It is goo 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 jube. Um, as far as <laughs> songmeanings dot com, which is always a good time. Oh yeah, uh, I have to. I, I have the to last read this. one that You're... we did last week. The guy on uh, that that did seventeen was like. Oh yeah, reminded me of you know my sister when she would go on a on a tour bus, and then I'd remind my dad of it. You know, <laughs> the people that write on these things are fucking geniuses. So this was this is a funny one. Uh, <laughs> I agree with grooving to the music. Basically, first he buys a steak knife, then he meets a card shark, then he plans a con job, then he buys a bear of putga jeans, <laughs> then he builds a town for dogs. Then he kills someone and takes a bath in their blood. He builds a town for dogs. Then he sees their ribcage. <laughs> then he buys a soft tail motorcycle. Then he plays blackjack. I don't know what dope dick means. <laughs> then he goes to a pawn shop and makes a quick pick. Then he sees a songbird. Then he gets back in line for the concert. Then he gets his cash back from a purchase he made previously at the pawn shop. Then he buys a hardtop car with the money he got. It's a logical progression of events, obvi. <laughs> I mean... That just that is great. That that just wins the night. And then he builds a town for dogs. I also he built saw... a whole dog carnival. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, that guy, man! 
Yeah, I'd I like mean, to see his checkbook. See what he's fucking writing checks out to every month. So it also write, hmm, yeah. a meaning, which you know is great when you have to like oh, yeah. really try hmm. to pull a meaning. Maybe this song's to a girlfriend that he doesn't want to see anymore and is letting her down gently and saying that Danny's the girl that he's into now. Right. So when he says, by the way, I tried to say I know you from before, I'm guessing that he means he misses the girl he used to know and is moving on to Danny, the girl he met possibly in a pawn shop. At a pawn shop. <laughs> does he say pawn shop? Oh, he does. Yeah. He does oh, say yeah, pawn shop. That is yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. nonsensical words. And took her for a ride in his hardtop. Yeah. yeah. This song is absolute trash. Now, I want <laughs> these, to... These lyrics are these absolute trash. Lyrics, yes. yes. Now, I would be <laughs> remiss if I did not mention what I mentioned to you the other day and okay, what I told ahead. a couple of my closest friends about, go ahead. which is a Tumblr that was made from a, by a friend of a friend of mine mm-hmm. named Key Discharge. Now, I will put a link to this in the uh in the facebook post uh this is uh a true this is true poetry this is uh much like i started getting very good at the two syllable words um you know uh you are their future vocalist uh well this 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 person deserves hold on some credit if ever you were to click on a link as a result of listening to this show this is the one I'm going to read a couple of these. These are made up. Oh, God. Uh, and a couple times drunk, if you catch me in the right mood and you ask me to, I will put on an instrumental uh, funky. Now, this is funky style uh, funky lyrics size. to uh, Run Ahead Chili Pepper songs. One of their fun. <laughs> I usually use funky monks from uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic to, to sing these lyrics over. Uh, they are amazing. Uh, these are. These are so much just like real Red Hot Chili Peppers these lyrics. These are better. These are, these these are, are far better than, than Red Hot Chili Peppers lyrics. Buff Aloe Wild Wings found in my Speedos. <laughs> Prefer the pussy when I dip Tostitos. <laughs> Male Kegels trademarked Chili Pep Flex. Iggy Pop only wears a shirt during sex. <laughs> Stubble on my Hubble, babe. Sex Space Agency. Astronaut ice cream, pussy my papacy, backstroke baby my Greg Luganus, Beetlejuice called Blue Balls Uranus. <laughs> that is exactly what his fucking lyrics are like. They're this. They're just those are better though. Those are strung together. Better. Yeah. Jiggle my Jareth when you rule my goblin. Period costumes hood my Robin. Holding my hoggle, my stench bog steams. <laughs> Henson Muppetry haunts my dreams. <laughs> like stench bog steams. I'm not gonna read like anymore. I'm gonna put this link in. You have to it's read it. It's a them. whole page of those. It is it, yeah, there are great. so many. And I actually would message the person and be like, You need to keep doing these. Uh, just please to write me. a coffee table book. I mean, yeah, seriously. Ab- like White Castle titty tassel, multiple sizes. <laughs> Moan on my Malkovich, down where my thighs is. Play with my Pokemon, butter down peanuts. Popmobile floods with my super fun cleanup. <laughs> like it's hard to get through these without crying, oh. laughing. They're unfucking real. I could just read them all day. I need to stop. 
Seth, yeah, this is supposed feel? to be about bad lyrics, Mark. And these are great. These, <laughs> these are, are absolutely these great. Are fantastic. These are most more cohesive than his. They are far it's more unreal. They paint a much better picture. Uh, how are They're you much feeling? more optimistic. I feel like shit. I'll be honest with you, Mark. I feel like absolute. Oh, I shit. feel like dog shit. I feel like absolute. No, I'm I'm dead serious because, um, I mean, I'm gonna get over it. It's just it's just music. That's the beautiful part of it. Is it's just music. But at the same time, I spent so much of my life as a kid you know, focusing on this band. And the only redeeming factor is that I just was, you know, dancing around to it, listening to the beat, the guitar. And there's nothing enjoying, wrong. And like, there's and nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The good but, thing is we listened to them at a time where the lyrics didn't matter. It was fun time. Music. Completely innocent. Yeah. And yeah. so, but now knowing what I know, it's like, oh my God. Low creep factor. Oh yeah. I would say to, I mean, there is, you know, the kiss that dyke part. You know, That's they do true. have that. So yeah. we'll, we'll jack it up to a 3.5. 3.5 sounds good to me. I yeah, think we can but, both agree on that. I don't think there's anything, you know, if you went back to the other possible Danny Girl reference songs, like, for instance, Stone Cold Bush. I just I, I was looking over those lyrics and I have to say that lyrically, it's a far better song than this one. Not a better song. Right. But a, but lyrically far more thought out and uh, but that's got a much higher creep factor to it. And he's it's, not doing heroin now. No, I mean, no, he's not. Can you imagine? No, yeah, I mean, that back then he was. It was. It's just. It was a different thing. Um, you know, I'm. St- I, 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 my days with the Red Hot Chili Peppers are over. Looking back, you know, a lot of what we do here is nostalgia, and uh, it's all just getting ripped out by the root. Very, uh, you know, no anesthetic when it comes to us going over this stuff, and I think it's healthy. I hope it's healthy. I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think it's healthy. I hope it's healthy. Um, do we want to get a little creepy next week? We can go whichever direction you'd like, man. I, there's, there's, I, I'm, I'm getting. I feel like we're kind of getting into a groove with this thing, and uh, you know, I don't think we're gonna have another. You know, the, the, what was the hardest one? Uh, brown sugar. Brown sugar was the most difficult one. I think now, if we were to go back and do brown sugar again, I could coast right through it without any problems. Um, well, good. You know, yeah, I think we're doing a lot better. So yeah, if you want to go with the creepy one, we can. We're going to do one that's going to be a joy for me. Okay, go ahead. We're going to do Butterfly by Crazy Town. Okay, yes, that's a good one. Yeah, and it actually Oh, and is, I won't mind. Go ahead. And and who do they use as a um as a musical sample? Aren't they a uh, um uh Stevie uh be, they use Behind the Sun, don't they? It's not Behind Isn't the Sun, behind I don't think, sun? but it's a it's a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. It's a song. pepper song. No, I think yeah. it's it might be behind the sun. Yeah, I think it's. Behind I'm not the positive. Sun. Well, we'll talk about it on the episode. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, so, I, I'm so going to enjoy that one too. I don't. I'm not even going to tell you to listen to it because I can't stand this fucking song. <laughs> it's a horrible um, song. But if you've probably heard it already, uh, uh, "Butterfly" by Crazy Town. Yeah. And um, listen to that and prepare yourself for uh, for a nightmare, for a desire to punch a lyricist <laughs> in the face, Seth. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you, man. This is I, this was good. Yeah, this, this is good. Is, I mean, I, when I, I say feel, I feel like I feel shit, I'm, I I do feel cleansed as well. I should say that when I say I feel like shit, I mean like ah man, ah, shit's what a just bummer. getting ruined. What a bummer. But yeah. ultimately, when I get up from these, it's like yeah, it's like a purge. Yeah, it, it is. It feels like finding out that your best friend uh, scammed you out of five hundred bucks. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, what? <laughs> like, look no. at that big chunk of my life is gone. God <laughs> damn it, Ketus. All right. Well, until next time, uh, <laughs> make sure you're 
steering clear uh please feel free to send us any ideas you have we've been getting some emails we are taking them into consideration try to make sure that they are something that is are kind of well known yeah it's got to uh, be in can. the public consciousness yeah something that's charted to some level um but please keep giving us ideas and keep listening tell two friends tell two friends and uh, they'll tell two friends and tell them to tell two friends that's the way it works get back together come back and see me <laughs> bye <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>